0: Howdy, folks. It's Monday, April 4th. I'm Jacob Cohen, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. Later in today's episode, Amazon employs around one in every 150 workers in the U.S. The company's crackdown last year on a worker protest in New York has rapidly backfired, and in 11 months, a small group of people using TikTok, baked ZD, and a tiny budget have garnered enough support to form the company's first union, how did this happen? What does it mean? We are going to discuss it. But before we get into that, as always, here are a few things you should know. Let's get crack a So first things first, to predict digital trends, the saying goes, look down and look east. Down as in your phone and east as in China. And one of the biggest trends of the last couple of years in China has been live streaming. You might be thinking, hmm, live streaming seems to happen here a lot too. But let me tell you it's peanuts here compared to china last year roughly 70 percent of the country's internet users more than 700 million people consumed live stream content A lot of that was for live-streamed shopping, basically a crossbreed of TikTok and QVC. The China Association of Performing Arts valued the country's live-streaming industry at the equivalent of about $30 billion in 2020. And what's driving the news here is that basically China is now considering capping the amount of money influencers can receive from tips on live-stream platforms. Why are they doing that? They're doing this as a means of disincentivizing the youth from aspiring to become influencers professionally when they get older. Very interesting stuff. And this is part of a broader trend. China has for the last couple years been cracking down hard on what it calls celebrity worship, as well as the amount of time kids spend on computers and playing video games and more. Last year, China barred young gamers from playing video games on most weekdays into just three hours on most weekends. But the cap for influencer tips uh, that they're considering placing would apparently be for about dollars a day, which honestly, if you can make that, that's rock solid. All right, moving on. If you like oats, oatmeal, avocados, avocado toast, guacamole, I suggest you brace for impact. Let's start with oats. Oat production last year was horrendous in the US. It was down 39% compared to 2020. Canada also had its smallest crop since 2010. Now remember, since 2019, the oat milk market in the U.S. has grown by roughly 330%, and all this is creating major supply constraints for brands like Oatly, whose oat milk costs are up anywhere from 8 to 50%, depending on where you are right now. At the same time, it's also been reported they're having all types of technical difficulties getting more factories set up. Long story short... The oat industry could use your prayers, as could the avocado industry. The price of Mexican avocados has skyrocketed recently, up 81% this year to $38 per nine kilo box. Now, per capita U.S. avocado consumption is up over 100% since 2010. People are eating twice as many avocados today in the U.S. as they were in 2010. We've just gone berserk when it comes to avocados. At the same time, Mexico supplies around 80% of America's avocados, and its output is expected to drop this year. Put all this together, you've got lower supply, super high demand. You don't have to be Milton Friedman to see that this is no bueno for guacamole prices. Okay, moving forward. There is major news coming out of the emoji industry. The Unicode Consortium, basically the supreme overlord of emojis, has come out saying that it will no longer accept suggestions for new flag emojis. And why is this? Well, the move came amid a proposal for the Catalonian flag. And Unicode basically said two things. They said, first, listen, if we add Catalonia, we're going to need to start adding all these other... National subdivisions and states and things can get sketchy kind of quickly if we start doing that. The second thing they said was, let's be honest, flag emojis are just not popular. There are 258 flags in the global set of emojis. Only about 10 flags make it into the top 500 emojis used. The U.S. flag is in 384th place. The rainbow flag is in 377th place. The Brazilian flag, 406th place. Then the U.S. outlying islands flag, which just looks like a waving American flag, is in 413th place. But you may find it amusing that the most commonly used flag among all emoji flags is none other than the triangular red flag, which was the 212th most common emoji used in 2021. And it's also what you hope you don't find in a date. And now, let's talk about something nice and light. Unions. So, in one of the most significant labor victories in a generation, Amazon employees at an 8,000 worker warehouse near New York City voted late last week to unionize. The victory for workers, which was the first in a string of unionization attempts at Amazon, could represent a watershed moment for the tech industry at large, which is grappling with a bifurcated workforce dividing high-paid office workers from low-wage hourly employees and contractors. Now, interestingly enough, this unionization effort grew out of a friendship between two Amazon warehouse workers, Christian Smalls, who was fired last year after staging protests against unsafe COVID protocols inside the facility, and Derek Palmer, his best friend from the warehouse. Now, while Amazon was waging a fierce battle against unionization inside the Staten Island facility, The two friends were running a grassroots unionization operation on a tiny budget and with literally no experience in doing so. They built bonfires to warm colleagues waiting to leave after their shifts. They made TikTok videos to plead their case across the city. They brought homemade big ziti to the site. They set up signs literally saying free weed and food, which let's be honest is a hard offer to turn down. The union itself spent $120,000 raised through GoFundMe, while Amazon spent more than $4.3 million just on anti-union consultants nationwide last year, according to filings. Remember, as all this was going on, Amazon sales soared during the pandemic, and the company doubled maximum base pay for corporate and tech staff to $350,000, which, listen, Is what they need to do to attract talent, but it isn't the best of looks when your warehouse positions start at $18 an hour. Now, this win could create a ripple effect. Workers across the tech industry are itching for a change, and there have been numerous efforts to unionize. In February, the Washington Post reported that employees at two Apple stores were planning to file paperwork with the National Labor Relations Board, while at least a half dozen more are at earlier stages of unionization. Justice for App Workers, a coalition of 100,000 rideshare and delivery drivers from the likes of Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash, launched to demand better working conditions and pay and the right to unionize. And in January 2021, the Alphabet Workers Union, which is a membership organization including Google's Temporary Workers, Vendors, and Contractors, was founded to support organizing efforts across the U.S. and Canada. As for Amazon, there will surely be more battles ahead. Workers at an Alabama warehouse recently narrowly lost their bid to unionize. The NLRB is expected to hold a hearing on that case in the coming weeks. Meanwhile, ballots will be cast at another Amazon Staten Island warehouse starting April 25th. Buckle up, folks. And bada bing, bada boom. That is it, folks. For more on The Hustle's tech and business coverage and links to all kinds of cool stuff from around the web, join our newsletter at thehustle.co. Thanks to our editor, Ezra Tripiano and our executive producer, Darren Clark. I'm Jacob Cohen. You've been listening to The Hustle Daily Show brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. See you tomorrow.